Welcome to Love, Money, and the Law, where you'll find conversations about everything relationships, marriage, and divorce. I'm your host, Cindy Hyde, and my goal is to bring you new insights and points of view through legal, psychological, financial, and spiritual perspectives. Be sure to check out lovemoneylaw.com for live seminars, free videos, and products related to many of the topics we'll discuss. I'm glad you're here. The subject is prenuptial agreements, the top 10 reasons why a prenup is a smart decision. Welcome to Love, Money, and the Law, where you'll find insights and understanding in relationships and family law. I'm Cindy Hyde, and I'm here to help save you from the trauma of divorce and prepare for a happy marriage. After years of practice as a family law attorney in Houston, Texas, and my own personal traumatic divorce, I believe these contracts lay a positive foundation for a lifelong, committed partnership. Some might say, aren't we just preparing for divorce before our marriage even gets started? No, it's really just the opposite. I encourage you to listen, keep an open mind, and consider that a marriage contract is an act of love. I also want to emphasize that nothing here is legal advice. The purpose of this information is to bring awareness to issues that are a part of these contracts. If you decide this is something you want to do, then you and your partner will each need to contact an attorney in your state to see how the issues apply to your personal circumstances. So welcome to Happily Ever After and the top 10 reasons why prenups are a good idea. Number one. You share your dreams and aspirations for the marriage as meaningful life choices are addressed well in advance. Both of you must be on the same page about how you want to share your life together. This means you go beyond the feeling about how wonderful it is to just be together or lay in each other's arms for endless hours. While this may be true, and I hope that it is, over time, if you don't share the same ideas about where and how you want to live, whether or not you want children, or how to manage the ones you already have, how to spend the money, where to retire or take vacations, the feel-good part will eventually fade because your lives together will be in constant conflict. It's too challenging on your state of mind and your emotional health to live in a state of consistent disagreement and discussion. Number two, you invite talks about short and long-term goals. As you each reveal things that are most important to you about your dream job, the way you envision your home environment, and your personal interests and hobbies, you become aware of whether or not the visions for your lifestyle are compatible. This is also necessarily a reflection of your financial status. So how much money is enough to satisfy the lifestyle that you want to have? Will the amounts you accumulate during your marriage be enough? Money issues can be the marriage deal breaker if not addressed up front. Number three, these conversations test your communication skills and your comfort level with open, honest, sincere revelations about who you are. Here, you establish a precedent for dialogue. 
These are pivotal moments when you share your true self, if you haven't already. It's another level of understanding about each other. The more you know, the better you should feel about the person you intend to spend your life with. If you feel uneasy about whether or not you're being told the truth, you may want a time of pause before you proceed with a marriage ceremony to revisit or verify your concerns. If other instinctual discomforts well up inside when you're talking about some of these things, it's important to pay attention to your intuition. Very often, when things look fine but they feel wrong, there's an underlying reason to investigate. Number four, create a safe atmosphere to dialogue and handle disputes. This point goes to your communication skills and how you handle disagreements. If you're emotionally triggered by any of the topics necessary to complete a prenup, then it's time to take a step back and go a little deeper into the why that's happening. This exercise may require the assistance of a therapist or life coach who can help you identify the source of your resistance. Guidance from an expert can also assist with basic communication skills. The more you can master the way you speak to each other, the better. This is especially true of couples who don't share the same mother language or who come from different cultures. It's easy to get sideways very quickly and cause hurt feelings simply because of a language boo-boo. Number five, disclosure promotes bonding and attachment. This is one of the biggest reasons why I feel prenups are such a positive exercise and a really good idea. You must address some challenging topics and the process of doing so should only make you feel closer and prepare you for further intimacy. When you and your future spouse can talk openly about embarrassing debt, sexual lifestyle preferences, and your biggest dreams for the future, you form a stronger bond. But, and this is a big but, if any of these subjects trigger the opposite result, then you may want to take a step back and rethink your relationship. If their debt makes you uncomfortable, they didn't seem excited about your bedroom desires or their dreams for your future disappointed you, then you may not have the right person for you after all. As hard as it is, better to find out sooner than later. Number six, guidelines and rules for the partnership have been established. You know where your personal and financial boundaries begin and end. This grounds the relationship in reality and how to deal with it as life happens. You each know where you stand, how you feel about money, and who pays for what. How you feel about family and other things in life. For example, who comes in and out of your personal space. You can also address emergency contingencies or what-if scenarios. As long as your wishes and desires for the contract are not contrary to public policy and do not interfere with child support or visitation, either at the time of your contract or in the future generally, courts will uphold what parties have mutually agreed to. Number seven, pragmatism and romance are wed well in advance. What does this mean? 
This means no surprises after the wedding day. Your biggest concerns have already been consciously confronted and hopefully eliminated. Your disclosures and negotiations are the marriage before your marriage. Imagine saying, I do, and then discovering hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, finding out that they assumed you'd have an open marriage, or realizing they expect you to quit your job to assume a traditional homemaker role in spite of years building a career. These issues aren't deal breakers for everyone, but don't you owe it to yourself to enter your marriage knowing where you both stand on everything? Being pragmatic may be said to put a damper on the romance, but when you find that your partner is okay with your debt or agrees with you on lifestyle or work life, then what a relief it will be in marriage. Number eight, you tailor the rules of your marriage relationship, not the laws of your state. This eliminates uncertainty and unpredictability. Unless you're a family law attorney and have the knowledge about what the family codes in your state mean, you begin your marriage at a disadvantage. For example, did you know that you can insulate yourself from your partner's debts, loans, potential lawsuits, credit cards, support obligations, or outstanding back taxes to the IRS? A prenup can stipulate that you'll keep your debts separate as well as your income. So any indebtedness becomes transparent and your tolerance for debt is exposed. At minimum, separate property is stipulated. You can protect items of sentimental value or an anticipated inheritance to name just a few of the advantages with a contract. Each individual case is unique. This is also why I can think of no circumstances when a form from the internet is a good idea even if you think your case is very simple. When one state law issue is changed, then it triggers a cascade of others. These contracts take time and careful thought to draft. Number nine, you will reduce your legal fees in the event of divorce, provided that your contract has been drafted, executed, and proven up properly at the time of signature. If your attorney does not know what these terms mean, find another lawyer. I highly recommend that you only consult with a family law attorney who is familiar with drafting prenups to assist you with your case. If your lawyer has done a good job of crafting your contract, including engaging notaries when applicable and reviewing it with the lawyers and the parties together on camera at signature, you've got a solid contract. Your divorce should be a non-litigious exercise that can be finished rather quickly, provided that the terms of the contract have been honored. Fewer billable hours reduces your attorney's fees and costs dramatically during divorce. Number 10. Finally, in the world of social media and concerns about your privacy, your personal affairs can remain private. If you divorce, the original filing will refer to the premarital agreement as an affirmative pleading that has already settled the case in advance. The terms of your contract do not need to be a part of the public record. Additionally, you can include a clause that calls for no social media or public disclosure about the terms of your prenup after your divorce. 
This also helps support cordial relations and ease in transition and recovery after divorce, especially if there are children. Ultimately, you've completed a test of your relationship. If you pass, the result is peace of mind that your marriage is off to a great start. You're free to focus on the relationship, live life, and have fun. I hope you found this information helpful. Go to lovemoneylaw.com and check out our resources, including a webinar called What's Up With The Prenup and links to videos and podcasts about marriage and divorce. I'm Cindy Hyde. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Love, Money, and the Law. Be sure to subscribe to receive a note about the next topic. When you subscribe, it helps support this effort to bring you independent insights into topics that matter in your family and beyond.